And action. Hello, Good everybody. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the See Where It Goes podcast. It is Wednesday night, August what? What's the date today, Brian? I don't even know. It is uh, August 28th. August 18th, August 18th, 2021. 2021. Now, if we sound different, it's because uh, we usually share a microphone mm-hmm. that sits between us. Yes. And I think it picks up a bit of the room sound. Now, and we have, but we have a new setup here where we have a microphone each. We have a microphone each. Brian has been wanting to do this for months now. Yes. Now, did you get another microphone or did we always have these two and then you just eventually set them up? I got the second one only for playing live shows through Facebook and eventually play out and about. Oh, okay. So that's But this what, is so the first time that you went to the trouble of setting it up. It is, yeah, because so that we both have our own microphone. Correct, because when I when I got the um so we're we're both going through a soundboard. Oh, and yeah, we're kind of high tech tonight. It looks high tech. I mean, if you're not, you're probably listening going, it sounds it sounds worse. Right. I mean, obviously, love it's your, not a studio. Yeah, but we love, love your feedback because it's the, the you know the recording volume is kind of low. I, f- I think if I was in the car now, you'd have to crank it up, and I don't know how to fix that. Well, anyway, we'd love your we, feedback if you prefer the old sound, which is more of the room. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, if it's louder, that's probably preferable. But this is yes. an experiment. It's an so. experiment. Maybe it won't work. We Maybe shall it's see. no skin off my nose because I bought it for another reason. But when the guy mentioned that, hey, you know, you can have two mics and you can go direct into your computer, I said, oh, that's interesting. Maybe we could do. Uh, and what does it go through before? Wasn't did it still go through the computer? This condenser mic went straight to the computer. And this is going still. Both through of these the are computer? going through that board, and oh, then that board the board. has this attachment that goes to that computer. Oh, okay. So uh, why well, would that make it more quiet? Uh, no, I, I don't know. I'm sure it's pilot error. So I don't know. Okay. I talked to the guy on the phone. Okay, this is not interesting if you're not me. But okay, I did talk to the guy. Uh, the guy was like not willing to really help. I mean, he was and he wasn't. And I said, well, he goes, it sounds like a Windows thing. I said, well, you can help me with that. Because he was the soundboard guy I called that oh, I bought okay. the soundboard from. And I said, well, can you help me with the Windows setting? And he did, and we fixed it. Good. He didn't sound like he wanted to help, but it could have been his personality. But we, we did it, and, and we got it to work. So... Uh, there you go. Well, you know why our sounds probably different because we have different shaped microphones. No, that's I don't. I don't think that's not it. Because when I look at when I look at last week's uh, recording levels, they're much higher. For some reason, even though the mic's further away from us, it's louder. I just don't think it sounds as professional. Well, who needs professional? That's part of the beauty of our podcast is that it doesn't sound professional. I'm sure it doesn't anyway. Okay, I'm sweating profusely. Oh, yeah. Is there a different dynamic because you have these microphones, two microphones between us? A little bit, but it's okay. Now, what happened? Are like you going to listen to it like tomorrow and then now. say this is, uh, I don't like it, let's go fix it, and then I have to do this again? I'll listen to it. I'll listen to it in the morning. Yeah, then I need to answer my question. What if you don't what? like the sound? Are you going to release it, or are you going to say, we'll fix it next week? Well, we shall see. Obviously, if it's really hard to hear, then we're not going to release it because that would be annoying. If you're listening people. to this, folks, it was good enough per Bridget's standards. Yeah, it was good enough. And Bridget is sweating. Okay, Brian, flashes over there what, or what happened this past week? What's been going on? Liam we went a, to college. Liam went to college? Monday afternoon, we drove him to UTSA, which is University of Texas. Okay, at I want to say something. I put this on my TikTok channel, which I have a TikTok channel now, which is kind of crap but anyway so i we were somewhere 
a few weeks ago, well, we were at a pool. And this person who has a very prestigious degree, a couple of prestigious degrees, asked where our son was going to college. And I said he was going to UTSA. And that's just a standard, like, school. And I don't even think it gets as much clout as the University of Texas, which is a very good school. But it doesn't get as much clout as, like, Texas A&M. But anyway, and it's not because my son couldn't get into another college because he has a very high SAT score. He could have gone to, like, you know, he's smart enough to go to any school, basically. But anyway, this person doesn't know that, right? And our son chose to go to UTSA, even though he could have gone to other schools. But the look on her face when I said he was going to UTSA, it just kind of glazed over. Oh, oh. Like she was like. So she, so it's 50, we've narrowed it down 50%. Like the person was like, you could tell like in her mind, she's trying to think like, oh my God, like what do I say to that? Like their son's going to this crap school. No, you, did you interpret that right, you think? Yeah, I did. Because it's like... I, People are, parents are so judgy. Like they really are. Like when you're, when you have little kids, you're always getting judged about how you do your kids and how you parent. And that really never ends. Like it goes all the way through your kids growing up. Like I have people talk to me about like letting my kids be on TikTok and things like that, or how much time I let my kids be on social media. Is it because they see that the kids are on social media? Sometimes it's because people will see that my kids are on social media and they'll say stuff to me. Um, or they will, when they find out my kids are on TikTok, they're like, oh my gosh, TikTok, you're not worried about that. You know, TikTok is owned by China or whatever. But anyway, getting back to that thing, it's like when someone, when I tell someone that he went, he was going to UTSA, that look of like, oh my God, your son's going to this terrible school. You poor thing. Like, there's no bragging rights. You know, because parents love to brag, right, about their kids and show off. And, you know, if you go to, like, this really fancy school and then your kid goes to a fancy school. But anyway, that just really bothered me. Like, it bothered me for several reasons. It bothered me that she was giving me this, like, blank stare. And you sure? There's no other way to interpret that blank stare. Mm. Hey, do me a favor. Get a little bit closer to that mic like you're almost eating it for yeah, dessert. Yeah, I mean... I don't think there's any other way to interpret the blank stare. Or maybe I'm putting too much into it, right? But if I had said, oh, my son's going to Harvard or my son's going to Princeton or something like that, then it would have been like, oh, my gosh, that's such an amazing school. But there was actually no response whatsoever. Almost like the person's trying to figure out what they should say. Yeah, I don't know much about. You know? I don't know a whole lot about the school itself. I mean, it's it it is part of the UT. But and it just here's the other thing: a... he was talking to two people that know him really well, and these are both incredibly smart people. Actually, one of the guys teaches it at the school Trinity. Trinity's a private school, and then his math teacher, who he's now friends with because he's out of school, they were both telling him that he should go to Trinity instead. Yeah, and. He didn't, he chose not to go to Trinity because of the price tag, but they told him, you know, that he could get scholarships, but they told him, you know, UTSA doesn't have any clout. Like he'll be like a big fish. He'll be like a, a big fish with a bunch of small fish at UTSA. 
In other words, like he'll probably be like one of the smartest people in his program. But then at, which I don't necessarily think is true, but who knows anyway. But then if he went to Trinity, he would just be one of people who were as smart as him. And then also a lot of people who were smarter than him. But anyway, that's just my little rant on that whole thing about, and why do I care what people think? But you know, when you're a mom, sometimes you have the tendency to get affirmation through your children. I'm not saying it's a good thing, but it happens. Yeah. So how, um, how did you feel letting them go? Your firstborn dropping them off at college? Well, I was unsure of my emotions. I felt happy. I felt very excited for him. And, um, the night that we dropped him off and I did end up having a good cry about it the next day though. How about you? How'd you feel? I felt good. Yeah. It, um, you know, he does, he, if I think he was ready cause he, mm-hmm. uh, he's been sleeping in the garage for the last year or so. Yeah. Not like he's, it sounds, it's not as actually we made it to look nice, but anyway. Um, but he has, his, you know, he's been in his own world there. He comes out for meals and juggles a lot. So he has kind of, um, I think we, I think we were ready for that, and and he was ready for it. Well, so. we've been treating him like an adult too since he turned eighteen. Yeah, we've given him not complete freedom, but we gave him a lot more freedom than he had before. Yeah, Which, I mean, he always said he just didn't do a lot, but like we didn't give him a curfew. I was just like, just let me know when you're coming home, be safe. Yeah. So I mean, he was already kind of gaining some freedoms. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was. Uh, well, there was a family text that we I was gonna set. I, I was gonna send out, and the family text like today was, "Has anyone seen my headphones?" And I re- removed them from it because it, you know, it's 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 a domestic question. Where's my headphones? Right, and he's not here anymore. So, but I made a set. So I made a four person text with just our household, mm-hmm. and then a family one if we if we need to include them. So that at yeah. first it was a bit odd, but then I think it's been okay. Yeah, I think it's okay. You know, it's and okay. he's not that far away. There's some parents. I mean, right. when I think of my parents. I left the country. I was gone. They knew they wouldn't see me for a year. Wow, that'd that's be, that'd be That'd be tough, wouldn't it? Yeah, that'd be a lot. And they harder went through that with me. all kids. Actually, all eight kids. They went through that with now. Two Kevin came back six months later, and Bill came back well ten years later. But all eight kids, they went through the reality of seeing seeing them off to the airport and not knowing. Would it be a year? Would it be six months until we see you again? And wow! So when I compare it to that, like that, you know, it's we just he's just twenty minutes up the road. Yeah. It's not that bad. Really. Now, do you think if the economy in Ireland had been different at the time, do you think your siblings would have stayed, or would you guys have stayed in Ireland, or do you think you still would have uh, come think, to the I states don't know. anyway? I think I would have come to the states anyway. There's a book behind me, but I can't reach it. But it has a great quote on why he said Europe is the history of the American people by Paul Johnson. He said why, why the American people why the Europeans left and he gave a really good explanation hmm. and it was just around that Europe something like Europe couldn't contain their dreams something like that so do you think that's true yeah I was itchy to go but then looking looking back at Europe it's like crap I missed I missed the 90s I missed the 2000s there I missed a yeah, lot of pretty cool over there I missed a lot of those times a lot of yeah I missed I kind of I wish I'd had a chance to grow up in both countries at the same time so you uh, do you honestly feel that you could not have achieved your dreams? Oh, I could have, yeah. If in in Dublin? Yeah, sure. Cuz I mean, it was the economy was rough back then, but the United States, we've had rough times too. Yeah, I don't think not, it was maybe just, not as yeah, rough as what you guys went through. I don't think but. it was just the economy. I think it was just I don't know, just itchy to try something new. I don't know if I thought it through. It's just so weird for me. Like 
I've never once thought of leaving my homeland to go somewhere else. Well, you did. Like, you left uh, your homeland of Texas and well, that's emigrated different. to that's Chicago. That's one state. I mean, I guess maybe it's similar. It was a joke. But you're leaving a country. And so are you leaving a country. Well, I know you're... Texas just thinks it's its own country. No, but you, but you did. Like, why did you leave? Why did you go north? Well, I just wanted... I don't know. You were the it same age. It seemed like a good idea because Angela, my sister, said that there were really good schools in Chicago. So yeah. I thought, you know what? That's a great idea. I think I'll do that. And I did. But it wasn't... I don't know. I think that was good for me, though, because I think Texas was... Or not Texas small town texas the mindset is too small was too small for me yeah i needed to be able to be somewhere where and i didn't i knew nothing about chicago i think i'd visited my sister one time in the city but i needed a place that was broader in their mindset um and just i wanted to experience more things but i guess for me since it was still part of my country I didn't feel like I'm leaving and going to a whole new country. Yeah. But I guess it is similar. You know, I'm going to a different state. So I came close to moving back. And I think I would have if I had not um, gone to the church on the north side, Park Community Church. I think I might have returned to Ireland in 96. So what was the turning point. So you got, so you were thinking about going back in 96 yeah. and then you got yeah. introduced to that church. Yeah. Cause I was working for, um, I came home. It was right. It was this time, 25 years ago. I went back to, went to London, was working for Perot systems with Swiss bank and they had an office there. And I went back for two weeks to help mm -hmm. with the office. And I don't know if there was an option for me to work in Dublin, but I think there was an option that I could have worked in London. Oh wow, that would have been really cool. And because uh, I was there for two weeks, and I and and I just um, was seriously thinking about it, going back, and then came back, and then found the church later that year of Christmas '96, and then was still thinking about it. Yeah. But decided to stay on the north side because I think I felt very lonely on the north side of Chicago mm -hmm. that first year. Even that move was odd, like because all my friends were on the south side and my family is on the south side, and still, I yet yet I moved north. You know what? What propelled that move? What? Uh, I was dating that girl, but um, was it the girl with the mustache? Don't say that. She. What if she's listening? <laughs> she's not listening. <laughs> yes. Oh, keep uh, going. Anyway, so but I don't think that was. I'd wanted to move north side because because north side of Chicago reminded me more of Dublin than the south suburbs. So that's why I wanted to move north. So I did. And, um, but I was lonely because then her and I broke up soon after I moved there. And I so just she got lived north side. She did, yeah. Okay. That, so, well, that makes sense. You're not, so you weren't just leaving. So do you think you would have made that move if you hadn't been dating her? I, th I think so. I just needed, a, I needed an excuse. I didn't really mm -hmm. have any friends up there, or did I? But I just always wanted to do it. So I think it, it was an excuse then when, you know, she was there. I, w I would really caution on geographic moves for the sake of geographic moves. You know what right, I mean? Like this, right. you, you just, I mean, it's, there's a restlessness that you do, but you really uprooting and rerouting is a lot of effort. So, which is, I did want to talk about restlessness and roots. If you, we don't have well, to talk about it the whole yeah. time, but it's kind of where I'd like to go. Oh, okay. Where you want to go? Well, no, do you want to talk about Finn's show? 
Finn was in her first modeling show. Oh, she was, yeah. It was very nice. Um, and uh, she did a great job. Yeah, she did a really good job. It was at this. It was out at a place called The Rim here in San Antonio, which is kind of like a like a shopping mecca type. It was of on place. the roof. It was very nice, wasn't and it? And it was on a roof of like a fancy pants gym, and so it was really. It was a small rooftop, so the runway really you couldn't call it a runway. But what they did was they made it to where when the girls came out, they would come out in twos and threes. And they would walk up to the front and then they would come back and they would just kind of like split up and like go halfway. It's kind of hard to describe, but it was a way in which they kind of like extended their time out on the runway. Kind of going back and forth oh, in kind of an oh, artistic okay, way. Yeah, yeah. And they would stop at the end of the runway so the photographers could take pictures of them. Um, but they had some really nice outfits. They were modeling clothes from Dillard's. And um, it was a fundraiser, which was kind of weird because they were supposed to be raising money so that models get paid for Texas Fashion Week. But the the uh, irony was, and I don't even know if this is irony or not, but it is, I think it is. they didn't get paid I know, yeah. <laughs> to do the show, which kind of bothered me. Well, it, didn't bo- it bothered me, I guess, in a way, but they said they were going to get extra swag and they're swag bags they said they were gonna get a swag bag and like brian and i were supposed to get a swag bag and there was like no swag in this bag at all like it was just like candy well, we had the three they were the three were those original oh my god it was such a joke now we i said earlier if there were three dove dove bars it might be different but the no. three were those originals like the grandpa candy right yeah, it was like butterscotch. It was funnier at the time. Yeah, oh, yeah it was very good. terrible. But it was those and some other things and perfume. It was like some little tiny fancy soaps and some little tiny fancy we paid, perfumes. Like, we paid a decent amount of money for those tickets because it said if you, we get, did. if you get these tickets, there's cocktails and hors d'oeuvres. Yes, now, cocktails there, and hors d'oeuvres. punch. That's the cocktail. It was punch well, and some co- wine. Okay, well, it was wine. one cocktail. What, what cocktail? No, that was a cocktail. That, that wasn't punch. Punch is a cocktail? That, that had alcohol in it. Yeah, that's not a cocktail. It well, it is a type of cocktail. Like it was like a watermelon. It was a watermelon cucumber. Right, but then the, the cocktail and then the hors d'oeuvres were. It was literally a what? Well, right, you kept interrupting me. Okay, well, go ahead. Well, I wanted to explain the cocktail. So I'm imagining when I see the invitation, right? I'm imagining being on this rooftop. It's gonna the sun's going down in San Antonio. There's gonna be waiters and waitresses walking around with cocktails, or there's gonna be like a bar. Where you walk up and order your cocktail. That was not the case. The case was is that they were over this coffee shop called Revolution, which is really nice. And it's like a vegan, like a, not like vegan, but like vegan slash really, really healthy food. And then, um, so that that restaurant was making the cocktail. So they made like a foo-foo cocktail. So there was one cocktail. Okay. So you'd say that punch is a cocktail? It's a type of cocktail. Okay. It was a mixed drink. Yeah, that's fair. But it was in a container. So right. like you got it, it, it put it in your it cup. In, yeah, yeah. And then, but it said cocktails. And then it said hors d'oeuvres. Now yes. to me, hors d'oeuvres is not a cheese tray. It was a cheese tray from and Costco if, with the price still on it. That w- that was really tacky. It was a cheese tray with a little bit of well, it was a cheese tray mixed with the uh, the uh, round. Th- I miss. I'm losing words. Well, don't pepperoni, salami, yeah, those things, and, and crackers. And it was like, oh come on. 
Yeah, and I mean, understand we if you're a fundraiser like and you want to keep all the money them. for the fundraiser. But like the girls, like, and they didn't give the models any water. They didn't give them any food. And they were there from 4 o'clock until 10 o'clock. It was very odd, though. The whole point is to, is, is to respect the amount of the models and pay them. Right. They didn't pay the models. They didn't pay the them. They didn't give them they swag. Them and they didn't feed them. So instead of slamming them here on the air, what should we do about this? Well, I was thinking about this. Like It's only gossip if you're not going to do something about it. Well, how do you complain? Because, I mean, her modeling agency wasn't the one putting it on. I think they were putting it on in conjunction with, with that other group. This, this charity. Yeah. And so I don't know whose responsibility was what. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But anyway, the girls did a great job. Like there were some models who were already professional models, and then there were new models who hadn't done anything before. Right. Um, but they did a really good job. And so that they was part on the rooftop. Yeah. And then we went downstairs into the gym where then they modeled workout wear. Very good. And that was, that was a really fun part. And they had a dance troupe that performed and they were really good. You didn't like them? I thought no, they were they really good. In, they weren't in sync at all. Was Baby, this, you, did you realize? Hold on. Did you realize that because the way they set up the room. Oh, they had no room. They didn't have room. That's true. Okay, maybe that was So it, it was very poorly planned out. Yeah. The whole okay. event. Well, let's move to the next subject because we're just we're just complain moaning and complaining. We said we wouldn't. We didn't. Yeah, but that we're night. not. We didn't in front of anybody. But we we just let it all out. Now we haven't talked. Right, about but it. We no one here knows. They don't know what. any of these people or anything. So what 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 next? Well, I mean, that's the only two things that I wanted to chime in about. Yeah. Like catching up or whatever. So and you said you wanted to talk about restlessness. Well, it felt like we were naturally going there. I think. Well, kind of. Yeah, we were going there because you you were moving. You moved. Okay, so... Um, now, why do you want to talk about restlessness? Is there something that happened well, I that I triggered like this? Well, I felt the conversation was naturally going there, and then you steered it back to Finn. Now it feels like I'm forcing it that way. That's okay. But you're not forcing it that way if that's what you wanted to talk about to begin with. Yeah, but I didn't. It didn't have to be obvious that I wanted to talk about it because it was going there anyway. Oh and it's God, like, oh, cool. Brian, it's going geez. there anyway. Here's my opportunity. Who cares? Just and say it. Here's my opportunity babe. to it's go okay. there. I don't know. She wants to talk about the modeling, but. <laughs> so. Um, you, you mentioned about doing a YouTube live thing. It makes did. me nervous, though. Why? It just does. I, I don't know. That's well, you just do it. I mean... It's just the whole... It's a whole as it is, like, we sit here, we talk about whatever comes to our mind. You know? Right. I watch people who do podcasts and like then, this. Then doing that on, on a video is even more scary. Well, you do, the only way to do it and get better at it is just to just do, do it, it and get used to it. Okay, so let's go. Let's go back to where we were. So the whole... So I was going to go back to Ireland. I didn't because I felt I'd connected with the church. It would have been interesting to see if I'd gone back. I think, now, if I'd gone back, I wouldn't have met you, so that'd be problematic, right? So I think Which it all worked out fine. you never would have fine. known, nor I would, would I. Known. But, uh, you know, I could have got killed in a car accident in O'Connell Street in Dublin in 98. You never, I mean, you just don't know what's going to happen. That could have happened here. Anyway, my point is, uh, I don't really have a point. There's no, I'm never going to say my point is on this show, because there's, there's no point to the show. 
Are you going to talk about restlessness or what? Oh my god! I know. I'm just my gosh. It's it's painful to listen to this show. So angsty, Brian. What? You're so angsty. It's good for me to listen back to the show, as painful as it is, because it's like, would you fucking finish the sentence, Brian? I know. I do. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Okay. Restlessness. So I think if I'd come to the States for a few years, I think I would have got that out of my system. I think there's a wanderlust and a restlessness. And maybe it's big in the Irish. It's definitely big in the... It was, it was, a, very, it was a Viking thing where there's just... Maybe it's just a human nature thing. Um, but I was... Uh, the reason this came to mind is because you said to me a strange thing last week. You said, I think you should start praying again because it feels like you've, you don't have a grounding. At least back then you had a grounding. Which... Uh, Liam and I were in the car. I, I told him that story. He goes, she said that? I said, yeah. Well, it's not that I want you to be a Christian or anything like that. It's just that you seem to, I'm very settled in who I am. And it doesn't mean that I don't get upset over things as in like what I used to believe and how I think it's toxic. But I'm very settled in who I am now. And I feel good in where I am, and I sense that you don't feel good in where you are. Do you, you think I felt good in you, where I was um, 15 years ago? Well, yeah, because Christianity, well, you would get you would get derailed by like certain decisions you had to make, but you weren't derailed on who you were. It's like, okay, my identity is a Christian, right? And my identity as a Christian says I live my life this way, and yeah. I do these things. Like you would still worry about like making decisions about work or different things like that. But I think now that you have, that you're kind of deconstructing, so to speak, your faith in a way, you, I don't sense that grounding in you. Yeah. It's like you don't, you, for for some reason, you don't, I don't sense that you are okay, that you're sure enough in who you are, that you are good enough to be grounded in and of yourself, that you feel, and maybe I'm wrong, like, do you feel like in order to be grounded, you have to hold on to something external? Like, I don't feel that need. Like, I don't need something external to ground me, like a deity or something like that. Like, do you feel that? Like, do you feel, I don't know. I just feel like, I don't know. It's like a different vibe from you. It's not a bad thing. It's just. I felt it for the last two and a half years. Of waking up in almost a panic because there's a loss of identity. See, that's what I'm talking about. And I think that is a lie from the Christian church. That is like that we get told that you have to have your identity in Christ. And that like this identity of saving the world and being a certain way and having a certain worldview. Like when that becomes everything of who you are and then you take that away. Yeah. Like, who is Brian? Like, you must be more than that. Yeah. 
you are more than that. Right. Like that was only a part of who you are. I, I, I think that's a, no, I think that's a big part of it. I think that's what we're called such turbulence. Now it wasn't, it wasn't like completely painful. There was still an inner desire to take this journey into yeah. this unknown place. And there was this feeling of floating. Like I wrote this blog about, um, these, um, these, uh, uh, spaceships were leaving on mission to another planet and the spaceships took off and there was a bunch of people on my ship and I was the commander of the spaceship and yeah. I, I had gone to this academy to be trained and the spaceship started to, we started getting so much turbulence that I, I, I stopped the ship and I shut it down and we transported the people to another ship that was going there. And in that place of the, it was just me, you and the kids in the spaceship and we're, we're floating in space with the engines off. And we start to enjoy it so much because it's like, wow, we've, we've, we're floating in space and it felt like we'd lost our mission and it felt we're floating around and this is uncomfortable. And yet in, you know, in, in the story, fictional story, I say at nighttime, I look, I look at the stars and just watch them. And then one night I see the spaceship coming and it's from the Academy and it's a rescue ship. And I realize I don't want to be rescued. And I put a cloaking device on and he, and the person can't see us. And I, I close up on the cockpit and I see the guy looking in panic, like he's got to rescue us. And it's like, you don't have to rescue us. We're, we're fine. Right. And that was around the time when people from the church were one or two were reaching out concerned for my soul, you know, like I got to rescue you. And it's like, I don't, I, I think I'm okay. You don't need to rescue me. So, in all of that, there was there has been this sense of floating, but there's been this this inside need. I need to embrace the floating. Like I, this is what I've been missing is the that is the present moment of the floating. So there ha, it has been hard to wake up. There there is there's the waking up in the mornings of the failure of I failed as a pastor, and then there's all these scriptures that get run through your head that you know. And these thoughts of what will people think and yeah. all of that stuff. But one thing uh, we I was thinking about, like, what's my purpose now, you know? And I was I was talking to my friend Fergus about that through uh, WhatsApp or Snapchat, Telegraph, whatever. And I was talking about that. And then he responded. And it's not even it, what it was the funniest thing. Like, it, it's not like he answered the question, but whatever he was saying in that moment, I, it clicked. And I realized that my purpose in life is to be present to this very moment to what's in front of me or who's in front of me that's my purpose in life is to be present to the moment and if you can do that continually in every moment just be present is that not a eternal life is that not a is that not the most beautiful thing you can do well right because it's appreciating your life which yeah. is something that you're not always allowed to appreciate as a christian because there's focus on the future, right? No, because there's focus on yourself. And you're not supposed to be focused on yourself. You're supposed to be focused on others and on God. So you're not supposed to be focused on your own fulfillment. So like I, if I you're... Know if that's, I mean, I think a lot of Christians journal, so they're talking about themselves a lot. Like I almost think there was too much focus on myself. Where it's like, well, I don't mean in that way. Am I sinning? Am I pleasing no, God? No, I don't am mean I in, in that way. And, okay. So that, in that, I would call that introspection. Yeah. And prayer, like you're trying to work out your inner demons or analyze yeah. yourself through prayer and fix yourself. Yeah. Or letting God fix you. What I'm talking about is different. I'm talking about more of like the nar the different kind of narcissism that is 
not not a well okay there's bad narcissism what i'm talking about is like the good narcissism it's okay to enjoy your life it's okay to enjoy your home and your family and your kids and your activities and yeah. to be focused on what earthly things that's okay yeah it's okay to be focused on those things and not always having to be think about the you know the end times or the second coming of Christ or how do I witness to my neighbor every five seconds? You, am I making sense? Oh yeah, sure, absolutely. So it it's is. like you, I guess, like I almost feel like you're in a space of you don't know how to be. Yeah, but I never, I don't, I think there's always been restlessness, and I think it's just still there. Right, but it's in a new way. Like, there's a new nuance to it. Like, you you are a restless person. Yeah. I agree. I've always seen that in you. But it has a different nuance to it now. An added element that wasn't there before. Yeah. But it's kind of like, I mean, is there someone in here? Do you need, what are you, you're distracting. Anyway, dogs, you know. so. Um, oh, oh, cut, cut, cut. Cut. Brian. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you could come in, roam around. Huh? Just come in. Just walk in. For a what? Uh-huh. Uh? Um Don't let that dog in here. Thank you. Anyway, um and maybe I'm wrong. Is there anything to that? What I said or No, I think there's something to it for sure. Um I just feel oh, also yeah. my friend was talking about the well, like he's baking, you know. Uh huh. He'll bake, and that's why I thought we should have to make dinner together. Like I want to do more stuff like that, like weed whacking in the back, cut mowing the lawn on Sunday. Like that was they were all things that helped me be a bit present. Like just mm-hmm. I want, I love reading, but sometimes reading I drift off. Right. And I wish I it's like fiction. I'm enjoying if I can stay with it and stay in the moment. But yeah, but there's some. I would love to do more things where it's like I'm just captivated in that moment on that thing. Now, the question though is, if you really were live life like that, you how would you ever plan ahead? How would you ever be thinking about someone else like, oh, Joey's birthday's coming up in three weeks? Well, I don't think that. that's. I don't think your friend meant never plan for anything. Well, he and here's the thing. He didn't say that. It was me. He had said something that triggered the idea in my head that the the purpose in life is to be present to this very moment. Yeah, I think that's good. And what I've been trying to do that is similar is just to embrace experiences. You know, so like if you have the opportunity to go do something, like if you can, go do it. Yeah. You know, if yeah. you get invited to a birthday party, you get invited to dinner or you, you know, somebody offers you an opportunity to do something, just do that thing because... You only get one life and you never know what's going to happen in an experience that you're having. Go have the experience. If it's in your power, you have the time, you have the means, go have the experience. Yep. You know, and uh, oh gosh, this is something I want to do. I want to write a bucket list. Like I've, I've never really had one. I've had stuff where I've had like a couple things that I've wanted to do. But I want to make one, and there because there's a few things that I want to do. So like what? Before I, I you die, gonna tell us. Yeah, I can. I can tell you if you want to hear some of them. Yeah, what are they? What's the? Did you have the? Are they in order of importance? No, they're not. Um, one is to learn how to play tennis. 
because I don't really know how to play tennis. Yeah. And I think that would be cool. Yeah. I don't know if I am able to play tennis, but we'll see. So I'd like to learn how to play tennis. And um, another thing is to have a party. I want to have a party with a DJ. Yeah. And I want to have a lot of lights. Like yeah. in a movie. You know when you see a movie or a TV show and they, you know, you go to someone's house and they have tons of lights up everywhere in the backyard? Oh, yeah, yeah. We yeah, I mean, we, we have quite a few lights here. Or not quite a few. We have a few strands. But just so you know where there's lights everywhere and candles and you're just like, who really goes to all that trouble? I want to have that party. You know what I mean? Candles, yeah. Like I want to have the party that you see in TV shows and movies. Yeah. Where there's all the candles, there's the food, there's someone serving cocktails. Like, like could, I want to... Could you do that here in, this, in, in our front lawn? Maybe. Like in cool weather or something. Yeah. Um, and like maybe make it an art show too. Yeah. But like I would like to do that and like have a costume party. I think fun. that would be fun. And maybe you could make it a costume party. I don't know. Make it like an all-in-one. Um, but I'd like to do that. I think that'd be super cool. Halloween's coming up, so. Um, that's two things. And then, you know, traveling, too. I'd like to go to, to a few places. But, I mean, there's not a ton of things. But Like, where, where, where would you travel? Well, I do want to go to France. Yeah, me I too. I want to go to France. Um, but yeah, I just want to have different experiences. So do you have anything that you have like on a bucket list that you want to do? That's a, well, let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. Those three things, could you do those this year? Is it feasible? Well, for the party, I, th I would need like a thousand dollar budget probably. For the party. And then what yeah. about the tennis? I could teach you that. Well, yeah, lessons. you could teach me how to play tennis. What about what about Paris? I want to wait on Paris because I want to take like another year of French. Oh, French. So you could do all, all by 2022. You could get through all those three. Yeah. That's your top three, right? Well, so far of things I've thought of, like that's pretty nice. Those are just so, some things that I've thought of. Yeah. Do you have anything on your list? Well, Paris is one. I've always wanted mm -hmm. to go there. I hope it's not very disappointing. I'd like to go to other places in Europe too, maybe. Like where? Maybe. I don't know if I want to go to Sweden or not. In summer, that might be nice. And, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I just said Sweden. It could be Norway or Yeah, I'd Finland like to go, or, yeah. Um, Italy. Italy. Mm -hmm. Spain, maybe. Yeah, I want maybe. to go to Italy too. Greece. Not the Greece, but the Greek islands would be nice. I'll go with you. I have no desire to go to those places, but I'll go with you. And I always want to go home to Dublin just to see my Oh, yeah, and I want family. to go to Dublin again. Oh, it's funny today. Yeah. I don't know what triggered it. I don't know. Did I drive somewhere today? I think I was dropping the kids off at school. But anyway, I was just thinking, oh, it would be cool to live in Ireland for oh, a little yeah. while. Yeah, sure. I mean, I mentioned that before, but that's another thing that I would like to do. Like experience, like living, even if it's just temporarily somewhere else in the world. Yeah. You know? That would be a good experience. I think that would be cool. I think we should do that. So, oh, and the other thing I had was dyeing my hair platinum. Oh, that's another easy one. Having platinum hair. It may look terrible, but I've always what's, wanted what's to have harm, platinum you know? hair. What's the harm? And if it looks awful, well, then you just go back. 
Uh, I, had a, I had a question actually. Did you have anything on restlessness? Because that, that was short. But okay, do I have anything? Am I? Do you see restlessness in me? No. Okay. To the point where it's annoying. I'll sit here and I'll see you sitting that chair. You'll sit in a chair for an hour reading the same book, and I get jealous that I can't do that. Yeah. What about other areas of my life? Uh, that's opening up a whole. Like, what do you mean other areas? Like, well, I mean, am I restless in my oh, oh, oh. in any other like? I don't know. Like, I'm a I'm a homemaker. I'm an artist. No, I, don't, I think you, you're no. I think you're very happy being at home. Mm-hmm. And you're very present in the moment. And um, no, I don't think you're restless at all. Okay. I mean, I am frustrated with my art right now. Yeah, that's not restlessness. That's frustration. Right. I don't. But yeah, think, I don't think I'm restless. Yeah, I think you just need to wait on the art. I mean, that's again. I think that's. I think that. I think a lot of your stuff's after you're gone. You're gonna. It's gonna be famous. Or maybe before you're gone. Well, I would like recognition right now. No, I get it. When I say famous, I mean big time famous. I'm not talking about. I highly small doubt that, Brian. But I still would like people to be buying my art now. I mean, I do sell my art. It's just that I don't contribute to the family in a significant way, which in the past hasn't been a, an issue. But I feel like now, like I feel like everyone's moving on with their life. Yeah. Like, you know, Finn is in her senior year of high school. Liam's in college. Callum's a freshman. And my art, like my website has been up two years already. I've barely sold anything on it. As far as like prints and stuff like that. I've sold way more original paintings. Yeah. And, you know, I was anticipating, hoping that one day I would be generating income from that website it hasn't happened and so I'm like why am I just I'm going to be sitting here during the day I mean yes I could paint every day that'd be amazing but at the same time it's like I feel like I need to be contributing to the house even though you don't ask me to do that but I just I feel like it would be like really selfish of me to do that. Um I don't know. So, and it's frustrating because if people aren't buying my artwork on a consistent basis, yeah. Then what's the point of me being home every day when everybody else is out working? Yeah. You know, and then I'm just sitting here and I don't want to clean house all day. I hear you. You know, right I now. hate cleaning. Yeah. You could get a job and hire a cleaner. I know. I already thought of that. Would, well, because yeah. if I do, because I've been talking about being a scrum master. Yeah. So if I do become a scrum master, then I will definitely, we will have a cleaner. Yeah. For sure. And if you were a scrum master with a certain company in town here, you'd probably be at the downtown location. Really? That'd yeah. be amazing. That's where most of the scrum. Well, no, I take that back on a certain section of that company. That's great. Okay, here's my question. You know that what? people always ask, if you could meet anyone famous, who would it be? Yeah. Well, I, I do want to ask you that question, but a better question is, if you could meet any fictional character from a book or a movie, who would it be? So, answer the first question, if you could meet someone famous, have dinner with someone famous, and then, and then if you could have dinner with somebody fictional. If I could have dinner with someone famous now? Yeah. Okay, 
I would have dinner with Pamela Adlon. Who's that? From Better Things. The actor? She's an actress, oh, yeah. yeah. Actress, act, actor, actor. She's 50. I don't know what she's like in real life, but I love her character on the show. Yeah. And I like her real life, too. Like, on her Instagram page, she loves artwork. She collects paintings. She's raw, blunt. She swears. She's got really good style. She's my age. She's a mom. Like, I just think she's a really, really cool person. Yeah. Like, I would like to get to know her. Um. Yeah, I think that's who I would meet. What about you? Well, and how about a fictional character? What fictional character would I meet? Um, well, that's hard because I really don't focus on fictional characters ever. I don't even know if I would. No? No. Uh, I can't even think. Of who it would be. Well, I, I've had time to think about What about answer. you? Who, who would so you the meet? the famous person... I, I originally thought Larry David, and then I backed out and changed my mind because he actually does a, a show where somebody wins a free lunch with him because uh -huh. he's famous because he plays himself as the guy who wrote Seinfeld. And it's really kind of a miserable time because the guy does, they don't know each other. Yeah. And Larry just wants to get through lunch. And I think if I met him for lunch, it would just be like that. He doesn't know me. Right. Well, some people say don't meet your heroes. Yeah. So then I thought, well, who who would I like? I've been watching, as you know, reading Game of Thrones, and I would like to meet Tyrion Lannister, the imp from Game of Thrones. I think he'd be he'd be really fun. Is imp a real word? I don't know. Does he's he a, play? He's it? a half man. He's a short fella. I don't know if imps are. That's that's what they call him, the imp. In yeah, the I don't show. think you. I don't think that's what they're called in real life. Oh, okay. Maybe is it dwarf? What is it called? Maybe dwarf, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But I was thinking he'd be cool to meet. The fictional character. Because, you know, he's always drinking wine and seems like a funny guy and he'd be a fun guy. And that the safety part about the fictional character is um, there's no awkwardness because it's fictional. You're just, you're, you're, maybe you're a fictional character too and you meet him, but he'd be fun. He could have a few glasses of wine and chat and mm -hmm. laugh. So, yeah. All right. Well, let's see. Fictional character. Let's see. I did have someone pop into my head. Who was it? Hmm. Okay, I forgot again. Did you? Sorry. It's dark in here, isn't it? It is dark in here. It's dark in our room. Well, it's not dark, dark. It's kind of yeah. dark. Now, do you feel that we're further apart? Mm-hmm. Do you feel that or no? I do feel it a little bit, and it's like my neck is kind of strained. Is your neck sore? No. But we'll give it a, I mean, we could have. The we mic is, I'm going to move my mic. We could have sat okay, in the same spot. Better. It's just, it's weird being, it's all the thing about space, you know. Right. Um, speaking of which, like if I'm in a meeting um, at work or just meeting somewhere, you know, if you have a meal with someone or sitting down, it's to me it's very important where you sit in in in, uh, in comparison to that person. Mm -hmm. Like I think that's important. So do you know when you go into a restaurant with guests? Yeah. That if you have invited someone out to eat with you, do you know how you're supposed to sit in a restaurant? No. You okay. Let them, you let them, let them face the crowd? You let them face the most pleasant view. Okay. Is that so true? Like, Did you make that up or is that true? No, that's, that's true. It's, a, it's an etiquette thing. 
If you they're your guests. If they're your guest and you're going out, then you offer them the very best view. Oh. I mean, you can ask and say, do you want to face which way? But if you know there's a beautiful view of the ocean or a window or whatever, mm-hmm. or a view of the kitchen where you can see the chefs yeah. preparing food, then you let your guest face out to that view. Nice. Yeah. Okay, it's good to know. Yep. Well? Well, what? It's, uh, what do you want to talk about now? Oh, hold on one second. Should I pause it? No. Okay. No. Do you know we've never paused this show? It's We're now in 34. Really? Maybe we should have. <laughs> pause it for six months, you say. <laughs> well, I Should have... I tell a joke while you're... What are you doing over there? Oh. I'm reading this oh, very oh, yeah. controversial book. Well, yeah. it's not controversial. Well, it kind of is. Okay, so I was watching a TikTok a few weeks ago. And this woman... No, 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 no. It was not a TikTok. It was... It was a podcast. It might have been the podcast, You Have Permission. Yeah. Or it could have been the podcast, Straight White American Jesus. But anyway, on the podcast, they were reading these nine, like tenets of something oh they said we're trying to come up with nine like tenets or like nine aspirations or something for our podcast and they read them and they all sounded really really good i think i remember that now and come to find out they were from the satanic bible whoa and Is that what you're reading yes that's what i'm reading when was that written uh i don't know maybe in the 60s wow but anyway, so like, I never knew anything about the Satanic Bible, right? The Satanic? Yeah, it's called the Satanic Bible. It's, Did it's, I say it wrong? Well, just most people say Satanic. Oh, really? No, we called them Satan. No, Satan, but then when you put the satanic. ick on the end, it's usually Satanic. Satanic? satanic? I never said Satanic. I always said oh, Satanic. Fine. I'm not making fun of you. Satanic. Anyway... I guess, you know, I just started reading it, but I guess it has nothing it has nothing to do with worshiping the devil Can I at see? all. And which is something that I guess you would always assume. Yeah. So anyway, I'm just he reading it. He looks like it. the devil, the author though. Well, well, he did it on purpose. He's trying to look like the Well, he took he took the pentagram and different things and created kind of like this spooky image. Yeah. But he kind of did it in a like a fly in the face of Christianity. You know what I mean? Now, just because he calls the Satanic Bible doesn't mean it is. He's just he's doing it to get a get a, a notif- to get noticed, right? Right. Well, and you to think? say that you know to say Satan was an individualist in a way, like he Satan took his own path. Yeah. He did his own thing, and like I haven't I've only read like ten pages, does, does so he I can't really. Satan's a real being. I don't know. That's a good question. Well, he because he doesn't believe in like the supernatural. So it's not even like it's not a, a religion about yeah. worshiping anything. It's not right. supernatural either. But did he make up the religion of Satanism? He made it up. Yeah, because he said if he he it's more like a philosophy, like a way of life. Yeah. It's not, but even though it is a religion. Yeah. But anyway, I was, I just started reading it 
And I thought, you know, like I never even would have picked this up. Oh, no, not at all. Because I would feel like, oh, my God, Satan is going to enter the house. Right, yeah. I mean, I'm a little nervous myself. I know Brian is still convinced that there's a devil Um, and that he's going to come and get us But I'm trying to be be mature. Well, that's why I say like, um, just this guy in the 60s makes makes up the book. And I mean, it's a very clever idea if he wants to get people to read it. It's like, let me create a book that is absolutely taboo and off limits to, to a large portion of the population, and then they'll just flock to it. Yeah, well, he said it's not for everyone, whereas you, the Bible says people who, you know, have hijacked the Bible for their own purposes. Yeah. They will say, you know, they'll come up with their religion based on the Bible, and then they say, you have to believe this way. But he says that this is not... For everyone. He doesn't say this is the way. He says this is, if you relate to it, then take it. And if you don't relate to it, you go right. find whatever relates to you. Right. Which you would never, like what other religions say that? Would say, if this, if you, if you read about Christianity and you don't think it's for you, then go find something else that is. Now, it, would it never does say fit that. the narrative though, right? So if I was a person who went to church, just say Chicago Doodle, which is a, um, the person who yeah, reviewed we'll, we'll, the podcast. And we decided that's really a persona that uh, that, that, that speaks on behalf of a lot of people. They would say, well, this this makes sense. You'd be picking up that book because once you walk away. Like, what's wrong? Stop picking oh, your yeah, fingers. Yeah, yeah. I can hear it. Can you? Once you walk away, that's next. You know, just like another what friend do you of mean? ours. Uh, once you start to walk away, you're going to start getting into Satanism. That's so weird. It's no, such a fear mongering. You would have thought that too, right? No, I never would have thought if someone stopped being a Christian, they were automatically going to go be a Satanist. Oh, okay. I never would have thought that. I now would have thought they were going to go to hell and be with Satan, but, but you, I wouldn't have would thought, you have thought, oh, you're going to go start worshiping the devil. Would you I never have thought, thought their thought life that. was going to crumble apart? Uh, I don't know. If they left the church, left the protection of the umbrella. I don't know, but I know you fear that still. I don't think I do. I don't you know. Don't? If I, I don't know. I think God's bigger than that, you know. You were still having fears about financial ruin. Right. That's from the, not tithing. Right. Or that if you did give money, then maybe God would give you a secret blessing. Right. This is so weird. So far, the destroyer hasn't destroyed us yet. The devourer. Yeah. Anyway, wait, did you get that from the library? Did I already ask you that? Yeah, I got it from the library. My niece was telling me about it. Brian, stop it. Okay, Jeez. sorry. a bad habit. Bite my finger. So, Brian, uh, Alex was reading, reading me something from it or whatever. But, you know, she was telling me about it. And then I thought, and it just made me curious. And then once I heard the heard them read those things from the podcast. Yeah. That really piqued my curiosity to see what it was about instead of what I assumed it was about. Right. Or what I had been told it was about. Because like on Halloween, they would say, oh my God, you know, people are making... I mean, maybe there are people who actually worship the devil and like get down on their hands and knees and do things. So they would say they would be worshiping... I mean, not worshiping. Sacrificing kids on Halloween in their ceremonies. And maybe there are people who do that. But I don't think that's what this is about. Yeah. It's just about being an individual and being a human right. in its flawed state. Yeah. 
you know, and living your life. But again, I just started reading it. So I really have no idea what I'm talking about. Got you. So, so yeah. I haven't, and I, I, sorry, go ahead. No, you go. And I started watching a new TV show today during lunch. Well, I did the Wim Hof method. And while I was doing it, I was watching TV, which Wim Hof would not like. But that's what I did. Why would he care? Well, because, you know, he's like, sit down or lay down. Oh, focus. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's focus. Good point. You do get a better Because, you know, it's very meditative, right. right? Yeah. Which normally I'm not watching TV when I'm doing it. So what's the show? It's called, Finn's calling me. It's called Nine Perfect Strangers. Right. And I read the book. Yeah. So I know what I know what it's about. But it's with Nicole Kidman and um, Melissa McCarthy. She's really funny. And she's good in it. Um, and there's some other recognizable characters in it as well. But it's it's really good. It's a, it's a good... Well, the book is not going to like... It's not an amazing novel. It's entertaining. These nine people go to this like retreat. And things get, you know, kind of weird. Oh. When they go. But it's good. And it's on... It's, <laughs> what the heck? Man, Finn must want us for some reason. Let me see what that girl wants. I don't know if you can hear me. Uh, Name that soon if you can hear it. Well, I think we're at the end of our show, folks. So um, the house uh, might be burning down here. And uh, that's our... Hopefully we don't get shut down for the Rockford Files playing in the background. But Here, let me call Finn. It's been a pleasure. Who has the Rockford Files? That's me. It's my ringtone. Oh, it is? Did you Files. watch the nah, Rockford Files? No, I didn't really, but I really like the intro in retrospect. So it is, uh, it's Wednesday Is that an evening. hour already? Yes, it's 57 minutes. Did you, is there more you wanted oh, to say? Oh, wow. I don't know. Wait, here's Finn. Hold on. Benny Men, what's him, up? Uh, uh, here's our first caller on the air. Yes, we're almost finished, though. And um, I'm not going to stop talking. We're just in the middle of recording. I guess we're going to go because... Um, no. Yep. Yeah. Unless you want the money, but if you are you going to track in the morning? Okay, well, there you go. Well, Bridget takes a domestic phone call there. Over and out. Give us feedback, by the way, on how this okay. sounded, because if, well, if the old way then. sounds better. But you know, she can stay out really I, I, late sometimes. I'm going to cut her mic. Sorry. Guys, good night. I'm so sorry. That was my daughter. I had to make sure she was okay. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to see Tommy T's on Friday night. Tommy T's Friday night at the... You're all invited. Half... Quarry half, half quarry. Adios. Uh, eight, eight o'clock Friday night. Thanks, everybody. Bye bye.